1: Shot clock turned off. Calvary. Hall. eight the shoot. Hall. The runner. Loose ball. It's good.
0: Williams Goss comes out of the pack. Matthews for three. Oh, my
1: goodness. Morrison. Six. Fires.
0: It's time.
1: For Zags Hoop Talk with Jack and Zach on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh wow! Here's Jack Ferris. They found mold in my apartment. And Rob Sacre. All I was thinking about is like, how do you know which things to use to wipe? Come on,
0: baby, believe in the Zags. He's Rob Sacre. I'm Jack Ferris. Gonzaga's off to maybe the best start in collegiate basketball history and I am a shell of a human being. It's the 29th of December, Rob. Yeah. How and was your Christmas? I, Christmas was great. Christmas was cool. I mean, just just the fam, low key, laid back, but it's one of those deals where you know how you give yourself you give yourself a little slack for celebrating, eat whatever you want, drink whatever That's, you want. It,
1: it's so true, man. Like you oh. Dude, you like, oh, I'll just have one more cookie. I'll have one more glass of whiskey or whatever you're sipping on, you know, and, and then all of a sudden you go on the scale and you're like, holy shit.
0: It's 9 a.m. I swear to you, so far this morning – or sorry, it's 10 a.m. It's 10 yeah. a.m., so give me a little, little bit of a break there. I have had um, spinach.
1: Oh, you're on a detox right I've, now? I've had
0: spinach. Couscous and a cookie.
1: Okay, what is uh,
0: – oh, I, so no, I,
1: I know what couscous is, but is it a grain or is it like a quinoa or whatever?
0: Quinoa? I think it's quinoa, in the, it's got to be in the quinoa family. Something like it's that, different. right? It's different. I mean, the way I do my couscous is about, oh, I don't know, two pounds of couscous, three pounds of butter, mm. uh, pour some oil in there, mix it up. And uh, I'm good to go. There's no rhyme or reason to to what I'm eating right now. It's just that I'm hungry and I'm eating whatever is in my my kitchen.
1: And you're feeling guilty for what you did on Christmas.
0: I need to put a stop to it, Rob. I need to I turn it around right now, today.
1: And it's the week between Christmas and New Year's. You you. This is the gr- this is the hard part because you still want to be in that holiday feeling so you're like oh you know what it's still new like I, once new year's gets here i'll i'll change my habits you, you know
0: wa- you want to know something really disgusting <laughs> and i'm just now realizing it so i had to i had to start work this morning at 6 a.m right yeah okay so naturally it's 2020 so i get out of bed at like 5 30 okay right i start coffee and coffee's on the table and i gotta go um do on-air stuff at six on the dot so I'm like, oh, I don't want to brush my teeth because I want my coffee ASAP and I don't want to have that coffee, you know, coffee yeah, toothpaste
1: yeah. feel. It's the worst.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that was four hours ago. I just realized I still haven't brushed my teeth. So that probably is contributing Ugh. to me feeling subhuman right now. That's fair. But I think I feel fair. like people can relate to that.
1: Yeah, I, I have to say my Christmas was pretty good. The only problem I had to put a fucking dollhouse together
0: oh have you ever done that (laughs) nope i've Uh, never put together a dollhouse if you can believe that dude the instructions straight ass
1: i couldn't i couldn't understand what they were trying to like it was just pictures but no words under the pictures
0: what kind of brand we are we talking mattel Barbie, barbie Barbie, whatever barbie okay
1: I it was a Barbie, and I was, it, and the Chi's just screaming at me. I want to play. This thing is not done yet.
0: Oh, you didn't do the setup the night before, no. so it's all ready to no, go. it Wasn't my present. Oh, it wasn't got it. My present. So got it.
1: Uh, she got it from Santa, and then uh, she's jacked in the morning. Like everyone was up at five thirty that of morning. Yeah, as rightfully so. And then, dude. She was like, Can I play with my dolls? And I'm just, just trying to figure this thing out. I, you know, I feel pretty proud of my accomplishments in school, but I was extremely embarrassed on not being able to figure out a dollhouse. You have a master's degree
0: I, in, in marketing, not in playhouse assembly. Yeah. Well,
1: they need to market how difficult that thing is. <laughs> That was damn sure, but yeah, man, it was a great Christmas, brother. I'm glad to hear you had a good one, too.
0: Good one, great one, great Christmas for Zag fans. Uh, God, where to begin, Rob? I what, will what? say, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, we can begin with Meech's episode.
0: Yeah, good yeah.
1: Let's start right there, man. I want to give a shout out to Meech and thank him for yeah, getting all those listeners
0: and subscribers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratu- uh, thanks to Meech. Uh, our numbers were embarrassingly large with Meach around us. Uh, I had, I don't know about you, a number of people reach out saying it was so good to hear from Meach. I haven't heard from him in 10 years. And I was like, neither have I. So yeah, what you heard was genuine. Um, that was Dimitri Goodson. And like I said, we've said it before, Rob, he's on everyone's, ever, anyone who's ever met him. He's automatically on everyone's, like, top five good guy list yep. for, for Gonzaga. And uh, it was just so nice to hear that he's such a big diehard fan still. He still has a relationship with few. Um, and, you know, I, I think that made everyone feel warm inside, Rob. So, yeah, thanks to Meech.
1: No, yeah. Big shout out to Meech. Um, yeah, and what do you always say? Subscribe.
0: Yeah, yep. hit, the, hit the subscribe button, folks, and hit that five-star button, maybe a four-star. If you want to hit one or two or three, that's your right, but maybe don't do it. That'd be cool if you didn't do it. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, like think of it as a, every time you hit the subscribe, subscribe button, it's, uh, it's a penny in the pocket of Rob and I.
1: Oh, just a penny, to, too. Just, just, just a penny. A penny. Just so a penny.
0: It used to be you could subscribe, unsubscribe, and subscribe again, and you'd get credit for two, but uh, the world has caught up to that con. So just subscribe once. We appreciate it. Download the episodes. Listen to the episodes. Enjoy yourself. Uh, it's not as fun as watching a, a Gonzaga game, especially one where they blow out Tony Bennett and the Virginia Cavaliers. Rob, 98-75.
1: Was not expecting that.
0: 98-75. I don't think a lot of people were. Vegas certainly wasn't. They had uh, Gonzaga's team total at 73. We blew that out by 25. Most points... Virginia has given up in the Tony Bennett era. Okay. And
1: is that with Wazoo as well, or just in Virginia? Just,
0: just at Virginia. The last time Virginia gave up 98 points, 10 years ago, they gave up 106 to Lorenzo and the uh, Washington Huskies.
1: Dude, I, I'm extremely impressed with this team, man.
0: It, I, I mean, it, it it's bonkers. You can't, it, it, So I'm nervous
1: to say, are we going to have, is it going to be a thing where we don't need crowd? Are we going to ask for people not to come to our games anymore? Because, you know, like, is this like a little like superstition thing now for us?
0: That's the thing. So it's interesting because our most disappointing games, and again, this is disappointing in a very loose sense of the word. We're grading on a scale here when it comes to Gonzaga, but the disappointing games have been the three games at home Two to Northwestern State and one last night to Northern Arizona. Tonight, as we're recording this, is Dixie State. But they've looked kind of meh lethargic at times going through the motions. And rightfully so. It's it's when we're playing these these big time programs on neutral floors, that's when we shine our brightest.
1: Well, so, I I thought we had a little lapse in uh, Iowa, but that was just based off of conditioning after a long break. And I was, again, I was super impressed with how this team handled that adversity. And I think going back to what you were talking about with the whole, um, with the whole playing subpar teams, I think that is going to be our Achilles heel this season.
0: Well, is, it's yeah, it's only human nature to take your. Foot that's off. what I
1: say. Complacency yeah. is going to yeah. be. I think that's going to be our word for the season. Like we can't get um, just complacent and um, really have to focus on ourselves because come WCC, the way we're playing, I no one can. We should be undefeated. This yeah. WCC,
0: absolutely. And unfortunately, that season is here. <laughs> WCC play starts very soon, so it my like we as fans might get complacent watching these games i mean i know it's easy to turn but that's
1: where that's where that feeds over to being a player too because you got people stroking your egos like yeah you're like oh man you guys are going to be the best this is blah, blah, and then you you that that's when you start feeding into that and you're like you know what yeah and then all of a sudden you get smacked or like like you weren't expecting Sam Fran to come out and shoot five, 10 threes in two minutes or some shit like that. You know what I mean?
0: Well, yeah, right now Gonzaga has the benefit of all the national media outlets focusing on them and how well they're playing. Okay. The next couple of weeks, that focus, that attention is going to go to the big 10. It's going to go to the big 12. It's going to go to the ACC when they have these big matchups, unfortunately, right or wrong, fair or foul. No, one's going to give a shit when we're playing Pacific and when, Winning by 40. But yeah. that is not going to be need, a headline.
1: No, and, and I'm not going to lie. I watched the North Arizona game, and my attention span only lasted five to ten minutes until the last five to ten minutes of the game. And I got to actually see some other players mm-hmm. and just see where they showcase. But it's going to be – I, it's really going to be a challenge. We have to challenge ourselves throughout this season, I feel. I, I, right. because the way we're playing, we're playing at such a high level. It's incredible. Like I, I, Jack, can you think of a team, maybe that finals team, but I don't think they started like this.
0: No, I mean, they couldn't have started like this. Like the schedule has aligned in such a way that uh, maybe it's even unfair to the 2017 team that they didn't get a shot at these top tier programs in the first couple of months. But I mean, recency biased, maybe, but I can't see any Gonzaga team beating this team right now. Uh, the one knock on this team is the defense a little bit. They do give up some points. But as we've talked about, as everyone will point out, when, you're, when you play at the pace this team plays up, you're going to give the other team more possessions. When you give the other team more possessions, you're going to give them more scoring opportunities. Right. That's just how it goes. We've, we've kind of proven that we can slug it out a little bit. Uh, we had those scoring droughts, as you mentioned, against uh, Iowa and West Virginia. We got punched in the mouth a couple of times. We were trailing the whole game to West Virginia. They tried to slow the game down a little bit. We just outclassed them. Uh, we, we were just a better team. We were, we were cool, calm, and collected. I, I think 2017, the 2017 team would try to slow us down a little bit. Um, well, but we've we seen were, teams we try to bigger. do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, we were we were bigger. We had Shimmick inside, and um, and we were just a bigger, more of a more of a run our offense type team that that year. But at the same time, dude, I I'm just so impressed with this team, and I really don't want to give these guys like I I, I won't don't want to you know make their heads big, but I don't think that's going to happen either. I think they're just so um, focused on getting better each and every, like it was just great to watch last night. It was really cool to just see how they've just progressed. And like, no matter who gets in front of them, Whatever, whatever adversity, they're willing to take it and and stride with it. And they, I think it goes to show how great Coach Few is as a coach, you know, with just rescheduling Virginia out of nowhere. You know, we miss Baylor, but we reschedule Virginia, and it goes to show what kind of mindset he's really instilled in his players.
0: Yeah, and, you know, I can't say enough about the maturity of this team. Uh, get Corey's an upperclassman. Timmy's just a sophomore. Jalen is – Jalen's a freshman and I think without a doubt you'd have to say that those three are the leaders of the team and they look like they're 30 years old out there in the best way possible. Yes. They look like they've been doing it. Timmy
1: actually looks like he's 30 years old.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Timmy looks like he could be Marv's son of Home Alone (laughs) fan. The wet bandits. Uh, But back to the game. Back to Virginia. Kispert showed out a big way 32 points 9 of 13 from deep ties a gonzaga record it's actually been done 3 times before rob can you name the 3 times it's been done this is this is before Kisper. not adams not in that mix adams not in there
1: okay uh
0: dickow I, dickow did it twice
1: okay and kevin because i was on that i it was against wazoo i believe
0: bingo bingo dickow's done it twice dickow actually did it once in the first half I think that was Damn. at LMU. And you I mean, we all know Dan. You know it's killing him that he does not, not to hold talk that record, about it. That he doesn't hold that record outright. He had nine threes in the first half, didn't get one in the second half. Now I don't know, obviously it was probably a blowout, so he didn't get a ton of opportunities, or if they were trying to be nice to LMU. But God, seventeen years later, eighteen years later, however long it goes, you know it kills him to be losing that that record. Congratulations. <laughs>
1: That's how it what goes. Do to, what do you want me to say, dude? Like that's that's what history is all about. Like you're not hearing Oscar Robinson complaining about Russell Westbrook beating all his triple doubles. Yeah, just,
0: o- Oscar complains a little bit though. Oscar complains. a little. Oscar is one of those old guys who thinks his his era is better than this era. Who thinks his team could roll it out there and and beat the guys.
1: I agree. Well, I, <laughs> I think that's I think that's every athlete. Yeah. I, I, you know, but I know this is off topic. I really wanted to give credit where credit's due with how well Sabonis is playing. Oh, yeah. Dude, talking about NBA, I'm putting him, and this is a bold statement, but I might say he might be the best, second best player to ever come out of Gonzaga.
0: I mean, right now, you'd have to say so. Uh, An all-star, what, his third year in the league? he is not only an all-star, he looks like he's the best player on an NBA franchise right now.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Domas Sabonis. And he just continues to exceed expectations. I remember when we brought him in, you know it's a fun last name? It's Sabonis. It was like, oh, cool. Right. Arvidas' son. Not your Vitas, not my Arvidas. Arvidas' son. Very exciting. <laughs> He comes on as a freshman. It's like, oh my God, this guy is super athletic. He's a little small, though. He's a little undersized. So we yeah. can't play him at center, right? So he's a very bouncy, small forward. And then he had a couple of those games like his freshman year when he had you were either overseas or still in the Lakers.
1: I was, yeah, with the Lakers. I remember.
0: A, a Elite eight against Duke. Like the last two minutes of the first half, I think he had two or three fouls, and one was an egregious charge he was just frustrated Mm -hmm. and so then like he was lost for most of the second half against duke next year he comes back it's pretty much just him and wilcher we're playing like five six guys because shem goes down and he carries us to the sweet 16 uh lottery pick two years later all-star might be three years later but uh
1: i just can't think of I'm trying to think of other guys that have made it to the next level that have b- played to the – the you know, Austin had some great games when he got was with Detroit a couple times. But consistently, this is probably by far the best. And Kelly, I give credit, Kelly is there. Yeah, uh, oh, totally. Not getting, Kelly's there for sure. But the way Sabonis is playing right now – with the Pacers, I'm. It's awesome to see. I'm, I just wanted to give a uh, good shout out to Sabonis on that.
0: Yeah, Kelly. If Kelly can 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 keep shooting, when yeah. it's all said and done, Kelly's going to have like a 12 to 15 year career in the NBA. Agreed. Which is which is insane. But yeah, I mean, absolutely. And Sabonis has been dealt a little bit of adversity. He's kind of bounced around from team to team. He's been second fiddle to a trade or two in the NBA. Uh, but he's just refused to get lost in the shovel. He's right. found he's found a way to to be part of the rotation on every team. Obviously now starting, and obviously as we mentioned, maybe the best player on the Pacers.
1: Um, Oladipo. No, I would have to agree with that. I'm just thinking uh, who's on that roster. But dude, I can't name anybody on most NBA rosters now. It's crazy, but. <laughs> It's it's really bad now. Um, but I definitely have to say good jobs bonus and like just keep
0: working hard. Everyone's seeing what you're doing, and it's really cool to see that. Back to Gonzaga, Virginia. I mean, look, folks, it's it's just silly. Timmy had 29 points, uh, eight boards, three assists. Segs and Iyayi pitched in eight points each. They didn't really have to score much. No one else got to double digits. It was a game in which Gonzaga had control the whole time, wire to wire, and it it never really felt in doubt. No. And, you know, Gonzaga got out to that early lead, and Virginia has – I mean, no Tony Bennett team ever really has firepower. This team certainly doesn't have the firepower to get back to uh, Gonzaga's level. And I I really wanted to see 100 points hung on him, but we did not. Unfortunately, a oh. uh, big storyline out of the game. And again, this is, this is, this is uh this is classic few dog. Jalen Suggs does not play last night against Northern Arizona. No one had any idea Surprise to everybody, but it appears like this is just a precautionary thing. It may, it may even be a lie. It may just be few doesn't wants to give the guy a little bit of a break. Well,
1: where well, it's a back-to-back, correct?
0: Well, he had four. Forty-eight hours off from Saturday to Monday night, but so I'm, I'm not, saying it's a back-to-back. Yeah, so, yeah. Maybe we see him tonight. Maybe it's that's like a, what I, I, I'm, NBA I, trick.
1: I, yeah, that's what I'm I'm thinking. Just the way we this season has been with all the traveling. Even though, uh, and I, like I said, with that whole break we had, we were going to play four games in one week. So yeah. these guys were going to see some crazy amount of minutes on their legs, but. If we can rest him up, you know, I don't think it's soft or anything like that. I, let's protect our assets, you know. Yeah,
0: may, who knows? You might see Timmy have uh, a shoulder tonight, and he can't play. Yeah, against Do we, Dixie State.
1: Yeah, are we really thriving to see Suggs play against North Arizona? Where I just saw, I saw uh, Napoleon Dynamite try to make a dunk attempt and miss it, which I was. I was really excited about when I saw Napoleon Dynamite try to dunk it yesterday but
0: I got to be honest with you hand up I didn't see a ton of the North, northern Arizona I
1: I turned it on <laughs> I watched I watched now I, I I don't know what I really took in after like the first 10 minutes I was just watching there you know mm-hmm. but um yeah I was, let's not Let's not get too freaked out. It was North Arizona. Let's call it what
0: it is. No. And if it was a real issue, certainly we would know more about it. Right. Rob, Hmm. I mentioned the team total for Gonzaga against Virginia was 73. You should have hammered it because they bested it by 25. If you have these intuitions that Gonzaga is going to play particularly well, score a lot of points. And guess what? That's an intuition that, has been paying off a lot. Go to betonline.ag today. College football is back, baby. You know what's weird? What? Gonzaga is just four and four against the spread this year. Four and four against the spread. They didn't cover against West Virginia and then Northwestern State twice and last night versus Northern Arizona. Now, of course, that's because they're giving up freaking 40 points a game. Agreed. And they're just not winning by 45. But uh, for the most part, when Gonzaga plays those big ticket teams, those uh, those those blue bloods, we get up and we cover in a big way from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. There is always the online casino as well. It never closes. Rob, yo, did you buy anyone a Seahawks shirt or jersey? This none this? of my
1: no one in my family is a Seahawks fan. No, but. I heard it's a good deal.
0: Great deal right now at seattleshirt.com. 50% off all Seahawks merchandise. 50% everybody. And if you're like Rob, if you're like me, if you're not a huge Seahawk person, that's fine. They've got all the cool... Uh, edgy PNW gear. Just cruise around the website. Again, it's seattleshirt.com. Enter the code Believe, B-L-E-A-V, if you want 50% off all Seahawks merch. That's not just T-shirts, folks. It's all things Seahawks. Get yourself – the playoffs are coming up. Get yourself an obnoxious amount of 12 gear. Get it for 50% off. B-L-E-A-V is the promo code at seattleshirt.com. So anyway, Rob, as I was just talking on my uh, Gonzaga friend text thread this morning, it's the boring season of Gonzaga basketball, unfortunately. Right around the holidays is when we switch into WCC time. Our biggest opponent, as you mentioned, is complacency. So let's see how we do against complacency this January and February.
1: Oh, 100%. I think – that's really going to be a big struggle for us, man. I think that's for any athlete, you know. Uh, that's why everyone was hating on the Warriors; they were looking so great, and then they were kind of having their slumps. But you really have to find, as a competitor, what um, more the things that push you to get better.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coming up uh, on the other side of the holidays, we're definitely going to have a couple of guests on uh, namely Rob's kids who are always making special appearances. Was that Chi Chi right there? Yeah, I was (laughs) Chi Chi. Oh yeah. 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 I don't speak Russian. Anyway, exactly. uh, We're going to have some, some people that could give us a little bit of insight as to what in the hell happened late November, early December with, with COVID. Uh, So a little bit of a tease there. We should get some inside info to make the, the lulls of January, February, a little bit more exciting um, and more uh, meat like interviews going forward. So, so it's going to be a great 2021, Rob. Oh, I was going to ask. Your 20,
1: what's your 2021 resolution?
0: Well, one would be not to break my back again. <laughs> <laughs> be a good one. If we could avoid the whole broken back situation in 2021, that'd be ideal. Outside of that, man, I'm not sure. I haven't, um, I still got to wrap up my, my 2020 deals, which was, I don't know, just administrative work. I got Like my health insurance is changing hands. I I think I've mentioned this. I'm a union guy in the old (sighs) the union made a switcheroo on me and I'm just now figuring it out. So I got to get that done in the next 48 hours. So Uh, 2020 is still stressful. I haven't even begun to think about 2021. How
1: about you? Um, you know what? I got to figure out. So I, I, I put on, I wouldn't say the F word out of 2020 and man, I was bad at that this year. Uh, <laughs> like, um, but I got to figure out something that I want to challenge myself with, but at the same time, you know, make it easy where it's, it's, you know, I'm not gonna after a week struggle with it.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Sure. I don't know.
1: I got i, I I can't do the vegetarian deal or, you know, I'm just starting to figure out a challenge. What's a new challenge? I got a um, couple already in my life, but I'm just trying to figure out what's a good one.
0: What's a good one for you? You don't strike me as an intermittent fasting guy. I do. You you are an intermittent fasting
1: I, guy. I, yeah, I'll go, I'll eat breakfast and then I won't eat for the rest of the day. Or sometimes I'll just not eat that whole day and have a just a crazy big dinner i've done that too i I like i love challenging myself i just try to figure out something maybe just not saying the f word but (laughs) i I, lissa gave me a, a a cool little thing that people who say the f word a lot actually are more intelligent ironically
0: yeah same kind of deal where if you have like a messy room a messy desk a messy like workspace it's the sign of genius so that's my excuse for being
1: what is that disaster.
0: really real? Yeah. Yeah. Your mind is just like adrift all the time.
1: Oh, because yeah. I was just looking at my desk today and I was like, holy shit, I need to get this thing organized.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Tidy people are more like compartmentalized. Like they can, you know, they're, they're, they're more task oriented, you know, yeah. A to B, B to C kind of deal. Uh, messy people are always thinking big picture and not concerning themselves with, with
1: the, the small things in life,
0: the mess, which is, you know, how you do the little things is how you do all things. Well, I
1: was going to say, but there's a fine balance. There has to be a fine yeah. balance in there. Right?
0: Totally. I'm not saying be a disaster. I'm saying brush your teeth by 10 AM folks. It's just good. It's just good. <laughs> don't be like me. Be better than me. Hey, no doubt. No doubt. No, man. We'll, I'll figure out
1: a resolution, but one thing is I will be watching these eggs through these WCC games.
0: That's Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you have, you have an issue with tearaway pants, Rob. So that's
1: a good question you asked because do you remember that was a fad?
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Everyone had every dude, our age and even girls had a couple of pairs.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I rem I remember tear away pants. So, I'll go back to where I watched. He got game. I know. I think we talked about that that movie a while back, but I watched it again yesterday. The whole movie. What a great! It might be the best basketball movie, hands down. If you really want to, st- now some things are a little inflated, like the. Well, I, <laughs> you guys need to share. Got to share. How to share? Sharing is caring. Do, or just don't play with them. That's fine. Either which way.
0: So right. bothering
1: 101, you can yep. keep that on. Yep. Um uh, he, what I was gonna say is it's a great basketball move. Now the college visit, that's a little inflated. Maybe some schools have it never happened at Gonzaga. That's a bummer. Any, tell me about it. anyways. Um he uh Jesus Shuttlesworth was wearing terroir pants, and I just wanted to know what happened to those. Tearaway
0: pants aren't.
1: Mm, this is just not in anymore. Like the joggers are in, but there's no jogger tearaway pants.
0: Remember tearaway pants. Okay. So obviously the desired effect is a couple, you know, a couple of trips through the, the layup line. You're good to go. You're ready to check in as your name is being called. You literally tear your tearaway. pants away yeah. and like throw it under the bench. It's a, so that look is cool. That feeling is cool. It's a pain in the ass to after the, after the game to go button them back up. You feel like you're sewing your pants back together. Correct. So I think Correct. that maybe got a little annoying for people. Um, but yeah, I think I'm not sure. Maybe it just it was, just was just a how fad. fashion
1: goes. But yeah. My question is then, how did that fat like? Where did that? Because I don't remember. I remember like that was the thing. Everyone had tearaway pants and like. But how did that come about? Was it just the NBA brought that about and was like, oh, man, I wish I had some pants like that. I could just rip off at any moment in time. Yeah, totally. Now, were you a guy who wore tearaway pants and shorts underneath or draws?
0: Oh, (laughs) good question. (laughs) You know what, dude? Unfortunately, I went to a private school. So,
1: oh, you couldn't wear tearaway pants. Dude,
0: you had to wear, you had to wear like slacks or jeans so you couldn't just get out of bed and toss on the tearaway pants. Otherwise I totally would free dress days. I think you could, and it was always one of those things where you would never have all the buttons completely buttoned, right? Oh, absolutely. Or you would
1: button the bottoms just a certain way. So they're not dragging on the ground.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But for the most part, you're letting, you're letting the legs breathe, baby, you're oh, yeah. legs breathe a little bit. Yeah.
1: Oh man. That was what it's all. About. I, maybe that was just ventilation. Mm-hmm. That's what it was all about. I don't so know.
0: you went basketball shorts underneath.
1: Uh, Hey, I'd be lucky. I'd be lucky if I had draws underneath. I just, okay. I was, yeah, that's, that's where
0: I was. I don't know. No, I, I wish those were back those. And then, okay. So a distant cousin of the tear pants are the pants that can be converted to shorts via zipper. The cargo joints that mm-hmm. Timmy looks like you should be wearing. Mm-hmm. Bingo.
1: No. I never got in. I know exactly what you, that's another thing. Cargo pants.
0: Okay. Cargo pants are, are.
1: When you see cargo pants, what do you think, Jack?
0: I think a carpenter. I think super efficient. I also think a dork, unfortunately. (laughs) I (laughs) I I think socks with Birkenstocks when I see cargo pants. And we all have those friends who are wearing cargo shorts for way too long up until like two years ago when they realized cargo shorts are just not cool. But for a long time, Rob, cargo shorts were the coolest.
1: Well, you can put your wallet in those cargo pockets and put anything
0: in there, dude. That's another thing. Like I, they were cool when we were like in junior high, maybe early high school. Oh yeah. And that's the age when you're just losing stuff left and right anyway. Yep. The amount of things that I probably, there's probably like $5 bills in there left and right.
1: Oh, now, now this is where we're transitioning even more jorts okay i feel like you still wear jorts jack
0: no i have a thing i don't i I don't know i just have a feeling i okay i hate i hate to get racial with it but i'm going (laughs) (laughs) shorts white white guys because girls can still pull it off white guys cannot pull off jorts Black dudes can.
1: Okay, but here's the thing in Spokane, the only people that are wearing shorts are white dudes, and black guys aren't.
0: I've, you're just making my case stronger. <laughs> white dudes cannot pull off jean shorts. Black dudes can. Don't ask me why. Don't ask, me, but it's. No, you're just being real, man. It's that's not just how it is.
1: That's just the facts. That's how it is.
0: I'm, don't you agree? I agree. You it's, still have, you still have, George. I do
1: have some, I have some uh, camo cargo pants, not cargo, but camo, like long shorts past my knees type deal. <laughs> I, and I, I don't care. I, uh, they're just, it, the the ventilation in those are fantastic. They're huge, wide baggy. And I just, like I said, I get some nice, cool breezes through there. So I yeah. don't you know, those are
0: those are cargo je- jeans shorts you got.
1: No, not cargo. They're okay. camo. Camo. Okay. okay. But at the same time, I definitely I have trans I semi have transitioned from that. And again, I go back to, you know, the whole uh he got game and I was watching their fashion and how baggy clothes were during that era dude and give was, it
0: give it 15 years we'll be back i promise I, I,
1: then that's where i'm at like yeah. i'm just gonna ride this mm-hmm. bagging this out until the next 15 years and i'm just gonna be like i've been doing this what's going on
0: i never left that's I like i never the, left that's like the people who refuse to change their clocks during daylight savings time they're like nope i'm gonna make it through yeah no, gonna exactly make it through, really. um, i okay here's my theory on tear pants I think tearaway pants were so cool that they they took themselves off the scene before they could get uncool. You know what I mean? So cargo shorts were cool. They stuck around too long, became uncool. Gotcha. So tearaway pants were self-aware enough that they knew to remove themselves from the scene. How about that? For no,
1: I I and I don't know where they just it stopped. I'm trying to think of when it stopped but uh dude it was such a fad and i was like oh man like whatever happened to those i i know i have tons of pairs of those too and i just i didn't mm, i don't know it was one of those things where i i really caught notice of good old jesus Shuttlesworth worth tearaway pants
0: yeah i mean i think i'll chalk it up to they were just a pain in the ass to put back together after your i agree initial like in the nba because they, they were around in the NBA, right? Am I making that up? The NBA, I do. I, you still wear them. Oh, do you still tear them off? Yeah, because I just haven't even noticed. So in the NBA, you have a staff of dudes who will just put your pants back together. Yep. 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 Not so much in CYO. When no, you just you, gotta do it yourself.
1: Yeah, you go to the you go to the YMCA, you rip your tearaway pants off. First thing you get into them, you just rip them off and I'm ready to play ball. People would look at you crazy.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, well, RIP Tearaway Pants, I'm yep. sure a lot of our do they still sell
1: them? That's what I'm asking, man. I don't know any like, I I don't it just, I, I was just in awe. Like, I'm like, are those Tearaway Pants? And is he just walking around the street with Tearaway? And, I'm, and then it dawned on me. I'm like, wait, everyone did that. Everyone wore Tearaway Pants back in the
0: day. Tearaway so. Pants. Okay, there's a pair of Adidas snap pants they call them and you can find that on adidas.com really wow do those but do those unsnap i i need a video of a dude or a picture of a dude snapping them off doing the snap effect yeah dude adidas still sells them good for adidas
1: And, and then i remember then they tried to get real snazzy with it and make the zipper pants too like it was like tear away but there's just straight zipper down the line that that didn't work because it was a pain in the ass with the zipper part. To,
0: to zip them back up.
1: Yeah. That yeah. was no, that doesn't work.
0: But hey, did, did you ever get into <laughs> and again this might be a race thing too? Did you ever get into <laughs> tech vests? Remember Old the, Navy tech vests? Yes. Yeah, okay, cool. Yes. Tech vests were hot.
1: The the is that the just the puffy. Yep. Oh no, it wasn't vest. puffy.
0: It was a puffy. It was like it was like just Fleece, it was like a fleece, vest. a fleece vest, like bright yellow, blue, red, late 90s, early 2000s. You had okay, have, you had okay, yes,
1: vest. yes, yes, yes. I don't remember really getting into that, I was more into the velour type deal,
0: yeah. Okay, see, that's a race thing, um, that-, <laughs> <laughs> that for sure is a 100% race thing, hey,
1: dude. I have a velour suit to this day, it's black, uh, and it is, it's like. I literally, it's literally probably 15 to 20 pounds. It's so heavy (laughs) and, and it is hands down, like winter time comes. That is the first thing I'm sitting in is some velour. I'm going to be like that old, like Jewish guy on in Miami beach with like jeans out, Yeah, you know, like that is what I'm aspiring to when I get older. It's like that look
0: next time we do a live remote somewhere hopefully at the casino in a couple of months when everybody's safe we're both doing the show the whole show in velour suits i will
1: be sweating well i will want to do a shout out to Manscape, by the way because i will literally be shout, uh, sweating and i will need that uh manscaped deodorant because that's how hard i'll be sweating it would be crazy it's so hot.
0: In the that Manscaped thing. deodorant for for the boys downstairs. Again, next week in the new year, uh, we have some new toys from our buddies at Manscaped, and we will be telling you all about them. Uh, oh, so stick man. around for that. Uh, okay, one more fad I want to bring up. Rugby shirts.
1: Nothing wrong with those.
0: Do you remember how popular they were, though? And were they popular in your in, in North Canada? Vancouver?
1: Dude. I played rugby. Absolutely. That oh, was, you
0: played rugby.
1: I played rugby, man. So okay. yeah, I was all about the rugby shirts. The, would, you're talking about this different collar, but you had different kind of patterns. Yep. Yeah. Can go. Oh yeah. Can go. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So
0: generally, like a white collar or a black collar, but like something like black and blue stripes down the shirt kind of yep. deal. Yep. Uh in 2001, 2002, 2003, you needed minimum. You need a minimum four rugby shirts to go to school.
1: What Rug- is a position in rugby, Jack?
0: Rob, I played. Oh. I was a so flanker. You, I played it to you. Did you really? Yeah, man. Yeah. I was a prop. You're a prop, yeah. You're, you're definitely a prop or a lock kind of guy. I loved
1: holding the hooker. Got to hold that my, hooker. Got to keep the hooker happy, satisfied. <laughs> 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 but i didn't know you were a rugby guy that's yeah, why you brought up the rugby shirts
0: no 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 i brought up the rugby shirts because they were a huge fad in the early early 2000s you
1: had the polo it was it like wasn't it polo too sometimes or whatever that's what i can oh
0: think the of. the brand
1: yeah oh i, I don't picture know, it was polo or whatever like uh, ralph Lauren or some shit like that
0: honestly i hate to bring it up again but i got all mine from old navy i remember
1: I didn't, yeah, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> throwing them out. I just remember. And that goes, to, and another one, here's another fad that you don't see. The button down, open t-shirt underneath.
0: Can we bring that back though? I did it yesterday. You went button down, like short sleeve shirt. Actually, yeah, yes. I guess you could go long, short sleeve shirt though.
1: With no, like, no, not short sleeve. It was long sleeve. Long sleeve flannel.
0: And then just a white or black shirt underneath. I had a gray gray shirt shirt underneath. Gray shirt. Yeah, Yeah, that was super hot in the late 90s. That's what I'm saying. Toss in a necklace. Toss in either like a shark's tooth necklace. Yes. That you you got when your family visited your aunt in Santa Barbara. Or like, or puka shells that were way too tight. I
1: was just about to say the puka shell. Please tell me you weren't a puka shell guy.
0: Rob, I hate to admit it. I was a puka shell guy like way too late too. I have a picture of my uh, senior portraits. So I have a picture of senior portraits and senior portraits are done the beginning of your senior year. I have puka shells on. So it's it's probably like October, November of 2005. And by the time spring rolled around, it was crystal clear that puka shells were done. When spring rolls around, that's when all the senior portraits come out, and there I was with Puka shells, and they were like egregiously tight around my neck. It was like a choker around my neck. Dude,
1: Puka Puka shell guys are. I'm sorry, dude. I can't agree with that. I can't. I okay. Maybe we- a Puka shell guy. I, that might be a race thing too. It's
0: definitely a race thing.
1: Yeah, I just can't agree with the Puka shell deal, man. I just can't agree with
0: it. I that's okay. Good. Did you I, have highlights too? No, I wanted them bad. And my mom would let oh, me.
1: Oh, then because that was like yeah, like in sync type I, look.
0: I wanted them real bad, uh, but my mom wouldn't let me. Unfortunately, uh, she was right. Because you look back at pictures now and you got buddies with sun in or yeah, the streaks or just just straight up highlighted slim shady hair and you my friends just look ridiculous absolutely no, it's ridiculous. just wild looking yeah wild looking yeah no but my hair gets super when i have it my hair gets super uh light in the summer so people are convinced that i still put like sun in in my hair i don't i'm 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 on, I'm on the wrong side of 30 i don't put sun in in my hair but yeah it gets it gets a little streaky did you ever dye your hair
1: i did I had done it once. I had the whole Balo look kind of thing. But yeah,
0: totally. That was uh, definitely both all races yep. were down with the coloring of hair. Yeah.
1: Nope. yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, dude. I just the puka and the the button down. Now the button down to me is I think I think it can still happen, but you just can't. But here's the thing, you would wear it like a crazy oversized button down. During that time, I think.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know what I think when I think that? Uh, Boz Lerman's 1996 Romeo and Juliet. Oh, well, my goodness. The whole movie, Leo yes. is in one of those deals. And it's, yes. Yeah, you're right. It's too big and the shirt's like billowing in the wind. Yes. In all I, but I think he's going like wife beater underneath, which in, they- in certain situations you could pull off agreed i <laughs> i will
1: do that sometimes occasionally no i'm not going to disagree on that one but no it's weird how styles just change over time man it there's, really is.
0: there's got to be a picture someone listening right now there's got to be a picture of you or someone you know with bleached tips puka shells button down shirt open billowing in the wind on top of your cargo shorts and i need that picture in a bad way Please I, dial up that picture for me please send it in
1: i can't i, I know there's somebody who's listening definitely looks like like that and back in the day probably had a visor on too
0: Ooh, hey buddy is the visor backwards and upside down mm. <laughs> i'm still i hate to admit it i'm still kind of a visor guy like golfing I,
1: no that's fine but to wear the visor to the side
0: just cocked to the side a little bit yeah jamie you know, kennedy style was wanted with yep
1: yeah, with maybe some skater shoes
0: oh vans yeah 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 sure the
1: the big vans too the big
0: brown the, the little, giant brown vans yeah. yes
1: yes man wow the 90s have uh a lot of things have changed since then for were sure. you a, were you a vans guy up in vancouver I was, I'm a. I think you you kind of have to establish yourself between a Vans guy or a Chuck guy. Am you're I a wrong? Chuck guy. I'm. A no,
0: Chuck. you're not. No, not wrong at all. I, I think you're right. I I think
1: you always have to establish what are you going to wear, either Chucks or. I, you don't really see people do
0: both. Maybe that was my problem. Maybe I had an identity crisis, and I just wasn't sure what to do. You did both. Maybe I can't remember. I don't think I had any chucks, but maybe I I longed for some chucks. I definitely had those obnoxious big brown vans, but I never once owned a skateboard. You know. So what does that make me? Poser. Yeah. Sure does. Sure does. God, skateboarding was so hot for a second.
1: Oh, Tony Hawk, when back in the day, dude. I was, I was, I I have a story. I and it's a little story. I remember you know, being dumb, being a kid, and uh, they're like, hey, Rob, go down this steep, steep hill. And I've just started skateboarding. I wasn't, I can't say I was great, but I could get to where I needed to go. And I remember going down this hill, and I hit a rock. And all I remember is just landing on my shoulder. And from then on, I was like, no, I ain't doing this again, man. Yeah. dude the, those guys are those guys are nuts and like when you watch their highlights the skateboarding highlights and you're like damn dude th- that was incredible they did that probably cuz you see them at the parks or like somewhere in downtown practicing you see them screw up like 100 times to get that one great shot and i just don't have the balls to jump off like 30 flights of stairs man i really don't to, to, to just to hopefully get it the first time.
0: Yeah, they are. I mean, to, to not call those guys athletes would be a mistake because they're they're true athletes. And talk about a top-heavy sport. That is a sport you grind in. Ah, but maybe not because then you hear about the guys that are in like eighth grade and they're sponsored. Remember you knew, everyone knew of a guy who knew of a guy who was sponsored in like junior high, high school. Yeah, yep. I don't know what that meant, but they probably got like $100 a month right from from whatever yeah
1: Yeah. no those guys i just to look at it like when you see a flight of
0: stairs
1: (laughs) and and you go i'm going to jump off of these not sure not sure don't know if i'm even going to clear them but i'm going to try this yeah just that my and then if and then go and like if they don't make it they go back again
0: until they get it until they get it
1: that's to me that's incredible it's insane as well
0: one uh documentary if you're into if you're into docs this holiday season and it's it's about snowboarders so winter uh it's about six or seven years old it's called the crash reel Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know if you've ever have you heard of it i like
1: i i'm i'm listening
0: the crash reel R E E L. It's about Kevin Pierce, who was um, he was a rival only to uh, the Flying Tomato. Uh huh. Um, God, what's that guy's name? People are yelling at their phones right now. Flying Tomato, Sean White, and uh, it's him and Sean White. One guy would win. Kevin would win one tournament. Sean White would win the other. They were like. Yeah, neck and neck, and all of a sudden it was leading up into uh, the 2010 Vancouver Games when Kevin Pierce had this horrible, horrible crash with all his buddies. And again, it was trying out a brand new trick because he looks at giant half pipes and thinks of a trick, whereas you and I think that looks like a broken neck. Uh, it's it's a remarkable documentary. I hate to get all all sad on everybody but it's good. It, it, it explains that mindset of different well, people. It,
1: I think they're crazier than bull riders. I honestly do. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Because bull riding. Okay. I have eight seconds. All right. Yeah. It's going to be crazy for that. Eight seconds. I might die, but <laughs> eight seconds. And you know, it's, it's just me in this bull. Like, let me just ride this bad boy up. Uh, no, the skateboarding deal is like, hey, I'm going down this half pipe. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just see what I can do.
0: Yeah, you know when, I mean? the, when, the, when the practice hours are just as dangerous, if not more dangerous than the actual competition. So, yeah, yeah, the time you put in when nobody's watching, that's when you could absolutely really hurt yourself. And that's
1: when they do. Yeah. That's when you see all the ankles. Yeah. Oh, oh. No, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you at all. And it just oh. dawned on me, Jack. What do you got? 2021. We need our listeners to tweet at us a challenge for both of us.
0: Here we go. Yeah, here we go. It's got to be something to better ourselves. None of this, we have to drink wine with Matt Bolden, which we have
1: to to drink wine with Matt Bolden.
0: Um, It's got to be something to better ourselves.
1: Yeah, and it has to be against you and I.
0: Oh, okay. yeah, yeah yeah competition okay I like it yeah.
1: I like yeah it. make a little fair competition between you and I. what is it gonna be? Yeah okay well we're gonna have our listeners give us some questions give throw out some suggestions. I don't know have that's I, I feel like they can think of something better than us we're we're
0: apes here we We're can't. apes yeah we are um, we're we're simple people we're simple folk but hey if you're listening to us if you made it to the full hour today you already know that. yeah simple simple people. Again, so uh, to touch off on the Zags, again, we're recording this on Tuesday, the 29th, if you're listening to it. Uh, we're either about to play Dixie State or we've already played Dixie State. So can't talk about that game, unfortunately. I can't tell you, Rob, that <clears throat> the Zags are scoring 94.2 points per game. That's good enough for third in the nation, just behind uh, Iowa. I think Iowa's like a half point ahead of us and Coastal Carolina. As far as individual scoring, Uh, Timmy and Kispert are both in the top 20. Then we've got, you know, a million other guys averaging somewhere between 10 to 16 points. So it's not a, it's not a one-man team, everybody. Uh, neither is this two-man team last podcast of 2020, Rob.
1: Dude, can you believe we've done a full year calendar year? a full calendar year of episodes. we just want to thank our listeners. Um, yeah, thank believe uh believe really helped. they've helped us out throughout this whole craziness and um just li- thanks to our subscribers and listeners, man. They they've put us on and they've helped us out. They made us number 2 in believe, baby.
0: Yeah, yeah, and to Rob's point, uh, the listeners. It's it's crazy when we started this back in what mid-October of 2019. Now I have four or five listeners who I'm legit friends with, which is just nuts and humbling. And uh, I'm not sure we deserve it, but for some reason you guys enjoy us and uh, you know, we enjoy you just as much. Did that sound creepy? Did I make it weird? We enjoy you. just. Sometimes as much. you
1: make a lot of things weird. Jack. Yeah, sorry but about
0: that. It, it, it happens. It happens. But yeah. No echoing. Rob said 2020 in the books, uh, 2021, 2021, we're back and hopefully we're able to do a lot of cool things that we were planning, uh, that just completely got shut down when the world ended. So
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. We, of course, the most wild podcast happened in 2020 Mm -hmm. and it's us. So I'm going to leave you with this, Jack, never let the fear striking out, keep you from playing the game. (laughs)